Happy Pride, everybody. I already mentioned this in my story, but um, I've added a new set of pronouns to the pronouns that I'm comfortable being called. I've been sitting on Faye Fair Fair's pronouns for a while and honestly kind of psyching myself out about it. I'm like, oh, do I really want to like change this again? And then I like realized I was like, who cares? Like if I decide that I don't like them, I can just stop using them. My other thing about this new set of pronouns is that I would only like for queer and trans people to use them for me. Cishet people, they, them. Queer and or trans people, you can use they, them, or Fayfair. It's all good with me. I'm excited because Fayfair pronouns make me feel very affirmed in my not feeling like a person. All right, I will assume that you asked this question in the way that you really want to learn. So I will explain all the ways that it is okay. Let's say that you're attracted to women. Well, if you're attracted to a woman, then you're attracted to cis women, trans women without bottom surgery, and trans women with bottom surgery. If you're attracted to um, BJ, then you could be attracted to a cis woman, a trans man without bottom surgery, a trans woman with bottom surgery, or a non-binary person, which depending on their assigned gender at birth, having or not having had the surgery. But it is that exclusion that makes it transphobic. So, if you say that you like women and you like BJ, then that would mean that you're attracted to cis women and trans women who have had who have had bottom surgery. It is just that exclusion that makes it transphobic. You can have a genital preference, but to exclude trans people is transphobic. I might get obliterated for this take, but the most transphobic people that I've encountered, both online and off, have been cis women. I see so many videos of cis women talking about how they're essentially tired of sharing the space of womanhood with trans people because they don't understand the reproductive struggles that they've had. Just because you get periods and you have the capacity to have kids does not make you a woman inherently. Intersex people exist. Trans people can and have had kids. There are plenty of cis women that can't have kids or don't have periods or have other reproductive struggles for one reason or another. These same people will claim to be allies while also complaining about how somehow womanhood is being taken away from them because trans people are calling themselves women without having the, experience, the same experiences that they have had. If trans women bother you in that way, you're being transphobic. There's no other way around it. Okay, so Mother's Day is tomorrow, and this is the second day that's rolled around. There's two different days in the year that I question. There's Mother's Day and there's Father's Day. As a trans person, as a trans woman, which one do I celebrate? Father's Day rolled around. I, did, I don't feel like a father. Mother's Day is tomorrow. I feel like a mom, but who celebrates me? It's not a situation of pity me or anything i just genuinely want to know is there other people out there that you don't know which one you fall under are you a mom are you a dad where's parents day why can't we just have a parents day like you're a parent that's worth celebrating why does it have to be one or the other it actually bothers me a lot and i didn't think about that till today and i don't know are a series of injections and or an implant that you can have put in your arm 
that temporarily pauses puberty. Oh, what do you mean temporarily pauses puberty? For people assigned male at birth, puberty blockers will decrease facial hair and body hair growth, prevent your voice from getting deeper, and will limit eggplant growth. <laughs> and for people assigned female at birth, hormone blockers will prevent booby growth and getting your period. <laughs> no more periods. <laughs> However, once you stop taking puberty blockers, your body will then go into puberty, and that's why it's only temporary. <laughs> the last video in the series for now will be about making an inclusive classroom. Some things that you can do start by replacing uh, gendered language and documentation, like any of these terms, with more neutral language. It can be things like, instead of referring to class as ladies and gentlemen or boys and girls, things like class, folks, or friends, those are all good alternatives. Including your pronouns in your email signature, like this, is a really great way to show students when they email you that you are accepting of the pronouns that they use and that you're willing to work to try and use the proper ones. Another great thing that you can do when asking for pronouns at the beginning of the year is ask whether or not you can use those pronouns with parents. Some students are out at school but not at home due to safety reasons, so making sure that you ask whether or not you can use those pronouns at home, and if not, which pronouns to use instead, can ensure that a student's safety is not compromised. And lastly, making mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. It is, it's a natural thing to mess up. However, when you do mess up, don't draw too much attention to the mistake, simply correct it and move on. Because drawing way too much attention to it can create a really uncomfortable situation and accidentally out students to people who might not have noticed the mistake in the first place. Simply correct and move on, and if you feel the need, you can apologize later in private. However, bringing too much attention to it, as I said, can cause more issues than it helps. And that's really it. Those few things can change a student's entire experience during uh, your class and school in general. My pronouns are they, them. Thanks. I'm Sam. I'm she, they, but you already know that. <laughs> wow, what an amazing city. It's just, sometimes the world can be a scary place. It's hard to know who's dangerous or not. Hmm, that's true, though disappointing. Hey, it's okay. I know I'm safe when I'm with my friends or other non-binary people. Non-binary? People who aren't female or male. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have assumed. I always knew my pronouns felt right, but... What a wonderful word for a wonderful experience. That's problematic!